Help support our coverage using Blueberry, the community that gives creators the ability to make money, get detailed audience measurements, and host their audio and video. Get 30 days to try out the service using promo code BLUEBERRY004. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y-004. Well, we have our next guest here. Hello. Hi there. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for me. Okay, so my name is Paul Tartaglia. Uh, the company I'm here representing today is Delvatech. It's a Swiss-based company. I am the U.S. head of operations. We're a... I figured you weren't Swiss. Not Swiss. Okay. I'm, but I'm... So, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, the, but I'm, I'm here as part of their delegation, and uh, Delvatech is a new company. It's a, it's a relatively emerging startup, and we're here demonstrating technology uh, the application of artificial intelligence in optical inspection. Okay. So it's not what I would consider the typical product that you may be seeing here at the CES show uh, with regards to an actual consumer, you know, a business-to-consumer product. We're a business-to-business product, but our product... You're one, you're one step away. We're yeah. one step away from the standpoint that everybody out here that's making electronics produces printed circuit boards, sure. right, to go in their product. Yeah. And our product We've got is them in light bulbs these correct, days. Yeah. Correct. And so our product is used in the manufacturing process of all the electronics. Okay. And what we're here as part of the Swiss delegation is to introduce the product. You know, the Swiss are very interested in promoting companies within Switzerland that are bringing new technologies. Right. And that's where we think we fit. I mean, this is a, you know, it's a, it's a mature industry and there are many competitors and they do things a certain way as they've been doing for decades. Sure. We have a new technology um, based on AI that we feel can be disruptive. And we're trying to get our name out, we're trying to get established and this type of thing. So that's, that's kind of what, what we're here for. Okay, and I'm reading over here, so are you looking for errors in production? Verifying success production? Correct. This, okay. is, this is part of what the product does. So typically optical inspection, and this can be with any industry. We particularly have focused in electronic manufacturing because that's where our founder's experience is. And sure. many of us that work here have that same type of experience. Okay. So in any, any type of manufacturing process, there, there's always a quality assurance process. And so when the process has multi... Uh, multiple things in the process, like it does in printed circuit boards, many of the steps have to be inspected to ensure that they meet what the engineers have as a standard, whether it be okay. a solder paste or component placement or after reflow, all these, hopefully not too many technical buzzwords there. But right now, they have specific optical inspection equipment after each one of these processes, right? So a different machine okay. after this process, a different machine after this process, a different type of inspection sure. here. Now, with our technology, we can inspect any of these parts of the process with the same machine. So from a scalability standpoint, now a company, instead of having to buy maybe two or three different machines from different vendors. And dial them in we, for different steps. and Correct. Okay. Correct. So now we have one that can be adapted to each one of those processes. So from a, from a company standpoint, if you're building a product, uh, the scalability and the fact that you could use one machine across three different applications in the factory will, of course, be easier training for your engineers, less sure. spare parts, maintenance, and, and, and. And then, of course, if you're a multi-line uh, manufacturer. If people you're Foxconn. That, 
then, then of course, all this, all this information, you know, that we exactly Foxconn, <laughs> right? So, it's so the, they have hundreds the, of these. It's machines. the big manufacturer that Correct. everybody knows. Correct. So, so Foxconn <laughs> uses these machines, uh, as do all their competitors, and really anybody in the space of electronic manufacturing these days has to have this. You have to ensure that the product that's going at the end of the line is quality, right? And, and currently, most machines are being utilized only as a pass-fail. So it comes okay. in, it takes a look at the, at the board, takes a picture, compares it, and if it passes, it, it goes to the next part. If it's an error, it gets kicked out. Okay. And this is where we hope to come in with the AI, because with the AI, during this process, we can learn every board that comes through. We, we take all the, we grab all the data, right? And so... As the machine continues to process, we're able to look at the process and how it could drift from a process monitoring, monitoring standpoint. Sure. And then if we see a trend developing, we can feed this back to engineering and possibly catch an error prior to it happening, which means we save a board from being scrapped or yeah. wasted or reworked. It, and this is big money when you're talking high volume applications like a cell phone or some medical yeah. devices, whatever. Right? Yeah. So like it would be able to look at trends and see it happens frequently between 2 and 3 p.m. That's possible. Typically, on a manufacturing line, you, you see parts of the process start to drift uh, because of other influences. Say, for instance... I was thinking humidity. Humidity is one uh, because, you know, you have a process where they actually... Uh, bring a board into an oven. So it's an oven, and this is where the solder gets reflowed onto mm -hmm. a part, right? And it's temperature dependent. Humidity is a part of that, as part of the process. All this is defined uh, when they do a new product introduction or a prototype, right? right? So they set up a, a, like a golden process. This would be the perfect process, and we get a perfect board. Yeah. And then everything that comes off is kind of judged against that standard, and there's tolerances built in of what's acceptable and what's not. So between the acceptable, perfect part of the process and what is at the bottom scale if it goes below that we have to reject it you know there's things that happen that the machine could catch uh, through inspection and then feed this back maybe the temperature is starting to get too low or too high you can ad sure. adjust that before you get a failure okay gotcha and how how detailed is this for our our viewers that have been around for a while uh, there's a particular product that they're aware of that we there was a huge failure on <laughs> we kind of became the face of accidentally. Um, there was a manufacturing problem that we discovered okay. um, that made it out of the factory okay. and into Walmart. Okay. Um, and they cl claimed, I wasn't in the factory in China, they claimed to have this process in place, and yet this got through. Yeah. So uh, how detailed is the... So it, it's, it's all very detailed, here. but you still have a human factor because this, okay. is, this is part of the problem we're trying to overcome. With the current generations of machines, typically they're implemented as a go and no-go, right? Right. Okay, it passes, it fails, it passes, it fails, and there's not really any data collected, anything done with the data that would affect a process monitoring, right? Okay. Okay, so if you're in a high-volume manufacturing scenario yeah. and you get false errors, which this is one of the main problems with these machines. If you have a false error, which means that the machine says the board's bad, but then when someone pulls it off and looks at it, it's actually good. It's fine. Okay, then you got to put it back in process. If you get too many of these things and you have an expectation to get X amount of product per day out the door, they just turn the machine off and they pass through. So they, they may do it, they may do it, you know, they may do a test every hour, 
or they may run it every 100 or so boards, okay. but they possibly don't do 100% inspection. Sure. And that's how something like that can get out because yeah. it's a, it's the inspection process is affecting other parts of the process that affect the bottom line, yeah. and so people don't use it. So what we're trying to do, again, is make it where it's utilized on every board, learn from every board that's, that, that, that we take an image of uh, using the AI yeah. and develop this whole thing, right? And so, so if you're, it scans the thing, it's a false negative, it comes out, a person says, nope, fine. Correct. It can be marked as such and learn from its own mistake. Well, what we do is we don't actually do that. I mean, okay. it, it's, it's, how can, I, how can I explain this in something that's not uh, super technical? Uh, I mean, you, you can actually do that. I guess there's, there's always a chance we could get a false negative, and, and, it, and it would be treated the same way anything else is, right? So, so you pull it out, you look at it, an engineer is going to determine if that was actually a, a defect or not, mm -hmm. right? But can, can with, with the AI then learn We can from learn that? this, yes. Okay. So we can say this is, this is, this is a good product, and for what, it, it'll tell us why it thinks it was bad. Right, so we're not going to just randomly inspect. We're going to go to the particular part okay. or gotcha. whatever is the failure mode on there and see if that is correct or not. Okay, and then we can we can teach the machine. It can learn that next time it sees this, it's not going to be an error. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Perfect. And again, and then again, this is how it builds up the data yeah. to, to to make the process. Uh, much more sustainable, yeah. and then again, as we start to see these trends, as it catches these things and it's it's okay, it builds its own internal intelligence so that when it recognizes these things the next time it sees this similar occurrence, it's going to say, this is a good board, I've learned this, and away we go. Very cool. This already exists? Yes. Yes. Now, the, out, the, the, out in the wild, manufacturers can use it, or are we well, there Well, this is the problem. So the problem with electronic manufacturing is that we've had automated equipment for decades, mm -hmm. right? So we have machines that do things automatically. But the connectivity between the machines yeah. to do things automatically is still growing. And so I would say it's still in process okay. because there's a, a whole different level of connectivity that has to happen on a manufacturing floor, machine-to-machine -machine communication that would take the information our machine uh, is able to develop on that data. And then it's got to be translated or moved to a machine from a different vendor, right? So right, we have to have right. a communication protocol. The industry is working on that right, right now to try to get to the point where the communication from some of these quality devices can feed back into the actual uh, machines that actually do part placement or solder uh, screen printing, these type yeah. of machines, and then give this information back to them to make adjustments that could correct an error. But that's still in the works. Gotcha. But the first start is we have to do our own thing and, and generate the data, collect the data, and then make it useful for the end user. Gotcha. Okay. Um, for companies that might want to follow your journey and uh, find out when this is uh, ready for prime time, sure. how can they do that? Well, um, we have, a, like everybody else, a website, delvitech.com, D-E-L-V-I-T-E-C-H.com. Um, it's probably the easiest way. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, we're going on your podcast now, right? So, so we're, again, at the show here trying to get the, 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 the message out of who we are, that we do exist, that we do have this technology. Also, uh, anybody could, could contact the, uh, the Swiss Tech Pavilion, the people that, that set up the, mm -hmm. the whole um, uh, interface between the Swiss companies and, and these shows could find out more about us there. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you for coming and talking Thanks. to me. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you.
the Tech Podcast Network CES 2024 coverage is executive produced by Michelle Mendez. Technical directors are Kurt Corliss and Adam Barker. Associate producers are Nancy Ertz, Clinton Millsap, Sergio Velasquez, and Terry Willingham. Voiceover by Aaron Hurst. Our hosts are Marlo Anderson, Don Bain, Todd Cochran, Scott Ertz, and Christopher Jordan. Studio and equipment are provided by Plug Hits Productions. This has been a Tech Podcast Network broadcast, copyright 2024.